Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Rock buys the XFL. 2020, you are a hell of a drug. Plus, chaos at the Raw tapings. AEW sets their main event for All Out and find out about a WWE storyline that was cancelled following a full-blown tantrum. For Tuesday, April the 4th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. So we have a little message to the NFL suits. We want you to find your bags, the very bags you packed when you took football out of LA. Then we want you to empty your bags out. And then we want you to fill your bags back up with the things that are obviously most important to you. We want the NFL suits to fill their bags up with their little cell phones, with their little dinner reservations. And then we want you to add one more thing, a brand new red and black XFL football. And once you've added that football, we want you to zip your bags up, make sure they're nice and tight and secure. And then we say to you, the NFL suits, and to everyone around who wants to tell us, the people, what we should have and what we shouldn't have, we respectfully tell you to take your bags, turn them sideways, and stick them straight up your candy asses! XFL into the world in 2000, 20 years later, and The Rock is about to own the XFL. So the league shut down just as the pandemic was starting, and there were some possible plans to to bring it back for a new season, and then it was decided by Vince McMahon and Alpha Entertainment they were just going to wrap it up. There was no point continuing. And we were reporting on all the uh, all the litigation and the issues with the, with the creditors as they were sorting all that business out. So this came out of left field. This news broke yesterday. Uh, a group led by Dwayne The Rock Johnson has purchased the assets of Vince McMahon's XFL for roughly $15 million. This went down just hours before an auction in bankruptcy court was set to start. 
And uh, the deal has been brokered by Jeffrey Pollock of the XFL. He was the former president of the company. And it's expected to be approved in court by the end of this week. And the deal will be closed by the end of August. So the group behind Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, is Redbird Capital. Uh, so Johnson's ex-wife and business partner, Danny uh, Garcia, is an investor in this as well. Uh, Redbird's uh, Jerry Cardinale uh, is an equal investor in the group as well. So they're going to be splitting this $15 million and owning half of the company each. Uh, Cardinale's group, Redbird, uh, they, they regularly invest in sports properties and sports businesses and such. So this is, uh, this is very much their wheelhouse. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson on the subject of the purchase of the XFL, said the following. The acquisition of the XFL with my talented partners, Danny Garcia and Jerry Cardinal, is an investment for me that's rooted deeply in two things. My passion for the game and my desire to always take care of the fans. With pride and gratitude for all of that I've built with my own two hands, I plan to apply these calluses to the XFL and look forward to creating something special for the players, the fans and everyone involved for the love of football. So this pretty much confirms what their plans are going forward. They are going to be rebooting the XFL under the vision of The Rock and Redbird Capital. Now, the only stag in all of this is something that has come to light over the last few hours. The official committee of unsecured creditors for Alpha Entertainment. These were the people uh, that were sorting out the, the, the dissolving of the XFL, uh, have filed a motion to actually stop the, the sale from going down. Now, this comes from PW Insider, who have shared details of a 13-page motion that was filed asking for courts to pause the sale, saying Alpha Entertainment has an ongoing obligation to negotiate terms with the proposed buyer that are most favourable to the estate and do not unduly prejudice its creditors. The proposed uh, sale does not reflect such terms and seeks to strip the estate of valuable assets for no consideration. What this basically means is that the creditors are concerned that the sale, the, the sale of the XFL uh, is a lot lower than it should be and they're concerned that they aren't going to be getting uh, a proposed amount of money from it because it's being sold for what they perceive to be a much lower amount. So Vincent Mann and Alpha Entertainment shut down the league in April and they listed assets and liabilities between 10 and $50 million. So there is a concern that if they're selling the company for 15, then the creditors aren't going to be getting the money back that they wanted. So they are filing uh, to stop the sale uh, to renegotiate the terms that better suit them. We will see where this one goes uh, and whether that indeed does happen. But for now, as things stand... Because 2020 is indeed a hell of a drug, The Rock is buying the XFL, bringing ballers to life in the process. AEW is meant to be the land of opportunity, and you've squandered that, and that is why it's time for a new guard around here. Because the old guard's been running the show on this planet for centuries, and look where it's gotten us, people. War. Famine, disease, our earth is dying and so are our morals and yet here we are with John Moxley running the old guard and our infrastructure is falling and falling fast. Well I'm here to tell you people that I can catch this company. 
throw it on my back, and sprint this brand up the steep terrain to the very top. Because my talent outweighs your tenure, John. I am AEW. I bleed black, white, and gold. I'm the guy who's going to be leading this company for the next 25 years. Do the math and grab a calculator. And that is why I'm making a promise to you that I will not stop until we go from happily glad-handing each other for being the alternative and transform this brand into the pinnacle of professional wrestling. Very poignant remarks from... Uh... John Moxley, I am challenging you for your world title and announcing my candidacy as the AEW World Champion. I'll see you at All Out, John. We deserve better. That was MJF on Dynamite last week stating his claim at the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. And in doing so, calling out John Moxley for a match at All Out 2020. Uh, AEW social media have confirmed since then that MJF will indeed challenge John Moxley for the AEW World title at All Out 2020. Uh, MJF's segment from Dynamite was excellent, by the way. Incredible speaker. Uh, MJF, in this promo, accused John Moxley of being a dictator with the championship, cosplaying as Stone Cold, and talking about how it was more of the old guard than something new, and he was ready to lead AEW to the promised land, essentially. Uh, Moxley hasn't responded to the challenge, but the match has been set for All Out on September the 5th. I can't help but feel that this is where MJF becomes the AEW champion. I feel like they've been slowly building this for quite some time, and I feel like this is MJF's time. I guess we will find out together, won't we? Welcome, everyone, to Raw Underground, where there are very little rules, lots of excitement, carnage, chaos, and quite frankly, lots of things that I personally would like to see. And one thing I want to see, which I think you all will as well, is our next contest. Where is Daba Kato? Bring him in. Daba Kato, come on in. Here he is. Yeah! Look at this. Standing seven feet tall, weighing in about 360 pounds. Ladies and gentlemen, Daba Kato. And in this corner, I know, man, you're on your own. I'm getting out of the way. Let's go. Ring the bell. So Monday Night Raw was a weird one last night. Uh, that was part of Raw Underground that you heard just then. The return of Shane McMahon was announced online just a few hours before Raw went to air. And we found out that what he was doing was something we could not have predicted. He basically running Pit Fighter on Monday Night Raw, a very polished version of Bloodsport on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Shane McMahon uh, running Raw Underground. So what is this? So it's, it's basically, we're not going to give away 
too much in the way of spoilers here other than talking about what the segment was so i won't be announcing winners losers and all of that stuff but uh, so what we understand from raw underground is it's it's kind of just two men no holes barred fighting until the ref stops the match uh, the ring was surrounded by uh, performance center recruits wearing masks banging on the mat there were dancing women on the stage it really had like a fight club-esque feel to it uh, Shane McMahon says it was happening because it was something that he wanted to see. In truth, this is just WWE once again trying to offer something different aesthetically. There is the concern that the, they don't want to just do shows in front of the Performance Center crowd because it, it can get quite tiring. Hence why they were looking at doing SummerSlam on a boat and SummerSlam on the beach. And, and I guess this is another part of it. Uh, it was filmed at, at the Performance Center as everything is right now, uh, you can see that this is actually where the training ring is set up. There's been this ring backstage that some wrestlers have sat on or fought around, and it's basically that ring with a load of smoke blown into it and the ropes and the buckles taken down. Um, you you will see some of those uh, set some of those uh, boxes in other backstage segments. So Shane McMahon returned as the MC, the sort of Dario Cueto of the performance center now we saw the raw debut of daba kato aka baba tunde from nxt the greatest royal rumble and the movie the main event i wouldn't mind if shame McMahon is going to come back he manages daba kato full time just putting that out there we saw dio madden make a return in this segment as well for the first time since he got beaten up by brock lesnar back in november so madden's back in there as well and there was some other unnamed performance center recruits who were a part of this segment as well now following this the reaction has been mixed carrion cross put out an interesting tweet which i've had fun dissecting in which he says i know a thing or two about the underground i competed under similar rules previously against many savages among them a hungry bulldog referencing david boy smith jr the hardcore king ref- uh, referencing nick gage the first beast referencing dan severin and a lunatic fringe referencing john moxley there were many other tweets about raw underground last night and uh, i'm sure you will have opinions on how it went down as well a very unique element of raw last night also last night on raw it was revealed that Dominic Mysterio is going to make his in-ring debut at SummerSlam. He is going to be facing Seth Rollins one-on-one on Sunday night, August the 23rd. It was a challenge laid out by Dominic, later accepted by Seth Rollins. This will mark the 15th anniversary of Dominic's SummerSlam debut. 15 years ago, he was featured in the Custody for Dominic ladder match between Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. 15 years would you have predicted this 15 years ago nope neither would i uh, so SummerSlam now shapes up as rollins versus mysterio uh apollo cruz defending the united states championship against mvp the raw tag titles on the line with the street profits facing andrade and angel gaza and in the main event the wwe champion drew mcintyre defending against randy orton we will go through monday night raw later today on the cultaholic youtube channel raw graded drops uh, in a couple of hours time and uh, we'll 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 chat about how raw was together i think 
In terms of how Raw played out, uh, we are hearing that the tapings from Monday Night Raw were, quote, chaos from the top. So it was quite a messy situation. So last yesterday they taped Raw for last night and for next week. Gary Cassidy at Sports Kida has said the situation backstage is chaotic due to a lack of leadership and a lot of indecisiveness. Cassidy tweeted the following. From what I've been told, today's Raw taping is apparently totally unprepared and chaos from the top. Two shows are being taped, with the first is changing on the fly, while the second is apparently incomplete. That should make for interesting viewing, if nothing else. Apparently there's a lack of leadership and a lot of stress due to the indecisiveness. I've been told the show will happen and air, but there's no attainable goal of quality because everything is decided under the pressure cooker of it all coming down to the very last minute. I should add, I've lost count of how many consecutive weeks I've been told there's chaos, multiple rewrites, etc. going into Raw and SmackDown. And of course, the show always goes on. However, the stuff I've been told about what's going on today seems even wilder than usual. One more exact quote finishes Cassidy. Vince's mood is described as volatile as a result of indecisiveness and chaos of today. We will find out over the next week or so whether that volatility plays into what we see on Monday Night Raw. And I guess it'll bleed into Smackdown as well. We will see. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So last night, AEW had their Deadly Draw YouTube special. Some keynotes uh, from last night's special. It was Tony Schiavone and Vader Scott on commentary. Great to hear Vader Scott doing her thing. Uh, Vader's a big fan of beekeeping. She talked about it at length on Desert Island Graps earlier this year. You can listen to that on the Cultaholic podcast feed. Uh, Charles Guerrero, a.k.a. Raquel Diaz from FCW and NXT, the daughter of Vicky and Eddie Guerrero, was on ring announcing duties for this special as well. Former WCW and WWF women's champion Medusa uh, was introducing the tournaments. Uh, she had a little promo at the very start of it as well. Uh, the Nightmare Sisters picked up a win over Penelope Ford and Mel. Vader brought up how Brandy and Mel's past 
uh, had sort of brought them back together again when they were part of the Nightmare Collective. That was a, a nice little touch from Vader Scott. Also, Anna Jay and the former NXT star Tay Conti surprised us all by defeating Nyla Rose and Ariana Andrew. Bit of a shocker there. Uh, Andrew got pinned. Rose flattened her afterwards with Conti going to check on her afterwards, possibly forming a team between Conti and Ariana Andrew. We will see. Uh, both teams were interviewed afterwards. The one very notable thing here is that Brandy was given off some big heel vibes. Not just during the match, but in this end of match promo as well. The Deadly Draw is now officially underway. And this led to some criticism from fans of AEW because it wasn't featured on Dynamite, wasn't even featured on Dark. It was featured on a YouTube special. Nyla Rose has responded to that criticism saying, I appreciate all the posts and love that you're showing us, but some of you are overlooking and underplaying a small and major detail. Our own show, our own time slots. If you really care and really want to help, watch the show. Tell your friends to watch. Former WWE Women's and Divas champion Melina was in conversation with Denise Salcedo from Instinct Culture. They talked about loads of things, including her time in WWE. Now, Melina recently had a bit of a, a back and forth with the Robert Stone brand on Twitter. And Melina said, I always say everything will happen if it's meant to happen. If an opportunity shows up, of course, who wouldn't? If there's never an opportunity, I'm okay with that too. I'm thankful for what I've been able to do because I don't even think I'd be able to do that. I never in my wildest dreams ever thought that I'd be on TV or that I would have a video game or an action figure or be in magazines in England, in Australia, in Mexico, in different parts of the country. I never thought that I could do that and that would be me. So all of this, I'm happy. I am grateful. Uh, so Melina there talking about, she's happy where she is, but if an opportunity came up to return to WWE, she'd be very open to it. Sean Ross Sapp passed along uh, some news on Fightful Select regarding the greatest wrestling match ever. Remember that from Backlash? Uh, it turns out that there was a AEW tag team that was very prominently involved in the setup of that, of that particular match. FTR, formerly known as The Revival, uh, still on good terms with Randy Orton, it really helped bring that match together. It was in an interview with uh, Fightful Select, Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler uh, said that Orton actually flew to Asheville uh, to work with them on the match. And it should be noted as well that Edge lives in Asheville too. And they said that Orton wanted to sharpen up his technical wrestling. So there was training sessions between FTR and Randy Orton, possibly Edge as well, heading into that wrestling match at Backlash. So if you enjoyed that match, put a little bit of that love towards FTR. The absence of Austin Theory has been a bit of an elephant in the room on Monday night. Somebody took to Twitter to ask Dave Meltzer about it, and Meltzer has replied simply with, unannounced suspension of sorts. Now, there's no official word on why Theory has been suspended. There were allegations made against him recently during the speaking out move, but we don't know um, any more than on why he is suspended at this particular time. When we know more, you will know more. 
Chris Jericho, on his latest Q&A, said that two more AEW stars have officially signed contracts with the company. He said, I've got to hand it to John Silver and Alex Reynolds, who also signed their contracts this week. Their first national contracts after 14 years. They deserved it too. They did some. They did. They did do some great work. They have a great match coming up the following week. So I love seeing that. Silver and Reynolds, part of the Dark Order, debuted last year for AEW. Were quickly recruited by the Dark Order as well. Uh, they've been served as. They've been working very hard as recruits uh, for as recruiters for the group. Very prominently featured on Being the Elite. And every time they've got in the ring, they've been really strong as well. So congratulations on them to signing brand new contracts with AEW. Staying on Dynamite, it's being shuffled around a little bit this month. Uh, due to the NBA schedule, Dynamite uh, will move from Wednesday, August the 19th, to Saturday, August the 22nd. Uh, August 26th will move to Thursday, August 27th. And September 16th will move to Thursday 17th. So uh, a couple of preemptions uh, for AEW Dynamite, which, uh, which we may see NXT take full advantage of. And Taylor Wilde was talking on her podcast about a possible plan that would have seen her compete in WWE as a masked character named Sendai. From there, win the Cruiserweight Championship and then unmask as a woman. Really intriguing tale that Taylor Wilde span on her podcast. Uh, Wilde said the idea behind Sendai was he was gunning for the Cruiserweight title and eventually would win and be unmasked as a female. Ta-da! Meet the newest member of the WWE SmackDown Divas division. However, the person who will remain nameless, who was the Cruiserweight champion at the time, had a full-fledged man tantrum. Refused to drop the title to a woman. The tantrum worked. The idea was crushed. At the same time, a fire was blazing through the main roster and developmental system. After a year of employment, I was released from my WWE contract. I knew it was because the idea they had for me was nullified, and instead of going back to the drawing board, I was disposable. It was easier and cheaper to hire a model that they could mold into whatever they needed. I wasn't even bitter, I just felt deflated. Female wrestlers tended to have too many opinions, and nothing has changed big words from Taylor Wilde uh, on her podcast. She's been uh, recently uh, reportedly rumoured to be returning to Impact Wrestling soon. It'd be good to see Taylor Wilde back on there, but I can't help but feel that Taylor Wilde, with that storyline, that would have been fascinating. Uh, 2006, she was part of WWE, at which point Gregory Helms and Chava Guerrero were Cruiserweight champions. I'm just stating facts. Just, I'm not saying who did what, I'm just stating facts. A brand new episode of the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review is on the podcast feed later on today. Matthew, Greg and I are watching every single episode of Smackdown from the very beginning and we are on the road to Backlash 2000. One of the best pay-per-views of that particular year. Uh, so there's lots to talk about as we get closer to it. At cultaholic.com right now, more details on the return of Shane McMahon to WWE television. And on the Cultaholic YouTube channel today, of course, it is Tuesday, which means Raw graded on the channel. You and I will break down what went down on Monday Night Raw last night. And if you missed it yesterday, because we do tend to uh, drop a cheeky little video uh, during the evening, 10 storylines that backfired in WWE, including a big discussion on the time of Muhammad Hassan. More on that on the YouTube channel right now, youtube.com forward slash Cultaholic. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 